Are you struggling to hire diverse tech talent? After all, every organization in the world is now a tech company. And the ability to attract, hire, and retain tech talent from all backgrounds is critical to their success. Enter Hackajob, a reverse marketplace that actively vets engineers. We flip the traditional model on its head, meaning companies apply to engineers versus candidates applying to jobs, with companies getting an 85% response rate to candidates they reach out to, as well as exposure to tech talent that directly meets their organization's diversity objectives. Companies such as S&P Global, CarMax, and Sensor Tower are all using Hackajob. Why not join them? Go to hackajob.com slash cheese to get your free 30-day trial today. Go to hackajob.com slash cheese to get your free 30-day trial today. Hide Hide your kids. kids. Lock the doors. You're listening to HR's most dangerous Dangerous podcast. podcast. Chad Sowash and Joel Cheeseman are here to punch the recruiting industry right where it hurts. Complete with breaking news, brash opinion, and loads of snark. Buckle up, boys and girls. It's time for the Chad and Cheese Podcast. Oh, yeah. Practicing social distancing since 2017. Welcome to the Chad and Cheese Podcast, HR's most disinfected weekly roundup of the industry. I'm your co-host, Joel Germaphobe Cheeseman. I'm Chad. Give me some of that sanitizer so wash. I love it. On this week's show, yep, it's still Corona time. Zip and Indeed are coping in their own special ways. Maya gets paid, and eQuest makes, God help us, a Marky Mark reference. Uh. I'm feeling the vibration, so that must mean it's time for a word from one of our sponsors. We'll be back. Yo, where's the Purell? Canvas is the world's first intelligent text-based interviewing platform empowering recruiters to engage, screen, and coordinate logistics via text, and so much more. We keep the human, that's you, at the center, while CanvasBot is at your side adding automation to your workflow. Canvas leverages the latest in machine learning technology and has powerful integrations that help you make the most of every minute of your day. Easily amplify your employment brand with your newest culture video, or add some personality to the mix by firing off a Bitmoji. We make compliance easy and are laser-focused on recruiter success. Request a demo at gocanvas.io, and in 20 minutes, we'll show you how to text at the speed of talent. That's gocanvas.io. Get ready to text at the speed of talent. You still alive, Chad? Yeah, I'm here. I'm here. Good, good, good. Are you fevering? No, I'm not. Although I... I now want to go out and get one of those thermometers that actually have an app that are associated to it because they're starting yep. to use that to look for hot spots throughout the U.S. I thought that was fucking cool. Nice, nice. So I'm curious, what's your home office work set up with the family and other members? Like, what what's the layout? Well, it's a little easier for me because first off, I have kids that can go do their own thing. We have it downstairs. Yep. We have about a four thousand square foot house, so I have my own office. Julie has her own office and we can go pretty much wherever we want. So, I mean, we're, we're pretty lucky in that respect. We don't have little kids running around all over the place. Right. So you got Tristan at home. Is he at school or at home full time? 
Yeah. Does he have swim practice? Like, what's that look like? Yeah, no, all, he... all of that's called off. School won't happen, I would say, probably. They're saying through the end of March, but I'm going to say probably through mid-April at best. Yeah, we just got the alert that uh, May 2nd, I think, oh. uh, was the extension date from April 2nd. Uh, so is Kennedy, uh, your college student, is she at home or what's she doing? She's not, and she will be home on Sunday. So they're actually kicking them out. Uh, they were doing online <laughs> courses there, and she lives uh-huh. in the in the sorority. But they're like, you know, everybody go home. So she's going to be on her way home on Sunday. Get the hell out! Yeah, yeah. I've got uh, so my my wife is a college professor, which means I have about three monitors at a makeshift desk upstairs in our loft area, and a nice addition, a three D printer, which Ooh. she's brought home from the uh, the research lab. So. All kinds of fun I could have with a 3D printer. I'll uh, I'll keep you keep you updated. And then of course we have a three year old who's pretty much just everywhere, and uh, <laughs> it's hard to get shit done. And I know it's been a real hassle on our scheduling of podcasts, but unfortunately that's just the state of the world when it's Corona time, baby. Let that little guy just be another co-host. Bring him right on. <laughs> Well, the good news is he's three, so he can at least talk and not stick his fingers in light sockets and like pull the dog's tail and stuff like that. So he's in much less danger than he would have been like a year ago. He's doing much better than you because you still have problems with those things. Yeah, I still have problems going upstairs and pulling the dog's (laughs) tail. I know. I know. I've got issues. All right. Let's get let's let's get out the shout outs right out of the gate. This is again, this is kind of coronavirus time. I want to give big shout out to. Uh, the parent company of Louis Vuitton. That company has converted three of its perfume and makeup factories into hand sanitizer manufacturers. It says it could produce 12 tons as soon as this week. All of it will be given free of charge to French health authorities who will in turn distribute it to 39 public hospitals in Paris. Um, That is amazing. And anybody who loved Louis Vuitton before are going to obviously be more indebted to that brand, much like a not so well-known brand called Dent Distilleries, Louisville, Texas. (laughs) They shut down their distillery tours and tasting because of all the coronavirus concerns. But now instead of using the mixture, like their potent mixture to like wash things around the distillery, which makes sense, they're turning that into hand sanitizers, which which also keeps their people doing something and purpose driven. So again, Louis Vuitton, Bent Distilleries, right out of the gate, this is the kind of thing that community needs and just big shout out big applause to those guys yep love how corporate america and corporations all around the world are stepping up little known fact about chad he owns a pair of leather louis vuitton pants (laughs) which he rarely wears but uh it's worth noting also don't forget uh elon musk and tesla who have offered their uh warehouses to uh make ventilators if necessary for uh hospitals around the country and google Uh uh who was caught off guard by our president Donald Trump, uh, that they were building a website for coronavirus when there had never been a conversation that took place. But Google, the good sport, they're making a website per Donald Trump's orders. Uh, Good for them. We appreciate that. It's making shit up out of thin air. Um, It would be nice, though, if with all these offers, if we just said, go do it, right? Yeah, we do need ventilators. That's going to happen. 
do we care if we have a surplus? No. Go fucking make no. it. Also, it's great to see uh, Jack Ma, uh, founder of Alibaba yes. over in China. He tweeted this week that uh, a million some tests were coming over to the U.S. from China yeah. and said, you know, good luck. Good luck to our American friends. So it was a nice bit of, you know, diplomacy by Jack Ma on that. Uh, I think that was really worth noting. Yeah. And, and also hospital face masks, which we need. Protective gear, which we need as mm-hmm. well. Moving on to the next shout out. It, we were tagged in a tweet by or actually a retweet by Bear Recruitment. Yeah. So here's what the tweet said. And this is very specific to, I believe, what we're going to see more of. Quote. For my next job interview, I'm going to ask my future employer, what are the things you've done for your employees during the COVID-19 community quarantine? Hell yeah! Love to hear some of those answers. Yeah, I know, right? So if, if you're a company like Louis Vuitton or Bent Distillering, then, I mean, you have a great story, not just from a consumer standpoint. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. Another corporate shout out, uh, Starbucks introduced mental health uh, support benefit for their workers. I thought that was a nice step forward in the right direction. Yep. yep. Also, Facebook is offering its workplace services for free uh, for yeah. coronavirus pandemic responders. So uh, another way, instead of using Slack, let's say, to use Facebook, which everybody is probably pretty accustomed to, to communicate during this this pandemic. Yeah, not a not a not a shabby sales tactic either no. to get people on the heroin drip uh, during a disaster. Um, a group of shout outs here for Paradox, who we don't mention too much. Uh-huh. Uh, a lot of people may know them as Olivia, uh, the chat bot, but they made a pretty nice hire uh, this week. Right. Adam Godson, who we've interviewed uh, for the show. Uh, Aaron Matos, who is the uh, CEO and founder of the company. Uh, welcomed a baby boy to the mix. Oh, hello. Uh, this past month. I believe his name is Beckett. So uh, good for him. And also, uh, they were in Forbes listed as a best startup employer along with Jovio. So uh, Paradox is having some some good news here in 2020, which is nice. Nice. Well, that's two big guns Aaron Matos has acquired thus far. Josh Zwayne, if you remember, Jay-Z. earlier this year from Smashfly, and now Adam from Cielo. And, and now that Aaron has a baby, hopefully the baby will take most of Aaron's time so that he can get the <laughs> fuck out of these guys' way. Because I'm telling you, you let Jay-Z and Adam Godson do their thing and remove their obstacles, they will kick ass and take names. So great hires. Go play with the baby, Aaron. Yeah, no doubt. I, I, did, I, did, I did get a photo with uh, the baby in a bassinet next to the, uh, the home office desk. So uh, he, is, he is still working, but maybe uh, out of the way a little bit more than usual. Shout out to uh, to Bill Ackman. If you're not scared enough already, I encourage you to go to CNBC and look at a 18 minute interview with Bill Ackman, a famous venture capitalist um, on the coronavirus. Uh, it was just very enlightening. I wanted to give a shout out to him because he was keeping it real, to say the least. Yeah, he's he was known as the golden boy in, in venture for a while until a, a little known, yep. a big known pharmaceutical company slapped him around. Everybody's talking about remote working, remote working resources. We said last week, and we'll definitely say again, go to recruitingbrainfood.com and subscribe because they have a great resource area for individuals who are now working remote. Personally, I 
cannot believe how unprepared we are as a workforce, especially office workers who have never worked from home and the companies, the managers who are not prepared on how to manage people that are not right in fucking front of them. This is 2020. How do we not have a handle on this with a technology standpoint and from a management standpoint? Well, in most cases, you know, with mankind, we tend to be very nearsighted uh, and have blinders on and don't really have a lot of foresight with things like this. So when we are caught off guard, we play catch up. And I think that's a lot of human nature. Um, You know, we're not prepared. We get hit. Then we react to it and then we ease up and think everything is fine until the next disaster. And we're surprised even know we have been warned this shit is coming. Here's here's a great example from the Wall Street Journal. So the Wall Street Journal actually moved to a, a remote scenario, right, for, for working from home. And here's yep. an email that was shared. And I quote, while you're working from a ho- at home, you should respond within just a few minutes to a Slack or group hangout message from your colleagues. Let your manager know where you are taking a break, conducting an interview in a meeting, or otherwise be unavailable for a while. Next one, (laughs) make sure your cell phone number is readily accessible in your email signature, in your Slack status, in Workday. Keep your phone ringer turned on and answer it when it rings. Now is not the time to screen calls. And last but not least, turn on your camera during Google Hangouts unless it weakens the connection to an unacceptable level. This is an email. (laughs) This sounds like a message I sent to my teenage son not too long ago. (laughs) Keep his ringer on and uh, actually answer emails and text messages. So yeah. (sighs) Oh, We're all just children in the workplace, I guess, sometimes. Final shout out from me. Uh, I wanted to uh, send some love to my mother. Uh, People who know me really well Mm -hmm. uh, know that my mother passed uh, in January of this year. Today would have been her 79th birthday. So, Mom, shout out to you. Uh, I'm definitely thinking of you and uh, miss you. Just a quick breath on that one. Yeah, big, big shout out to to Mama Cheeseman. (laughs) She loved you, Chad, by the way. (laughs) She just loved the hugs, which were social distancing. So right now, Joel, you're not going to be getting a hug anytime soon. Events, we're not traveling. So this is the not traveling with Chad and Cheese segment sponsored by Shaker Recruitment Marketing. Hell yeah. You went to Ace Hardware. I did a video from Kroger. I also did a video uh, walking from one room to the next just because that was pretty much demonstrating my commute. Yep. Times change. So you got to adapt, right? By the way, I'm really disappointed you didn't have you didn't take the opportunity uh, for me going to Ace Hardware and my do it yourself uh, icon on my picture to make fun of me. Like, yeah, really? What are you doing yourself? And then, but you didn't, <laughs> the answer would have been, I'm changing some light bulbs. So it's a pretty easy do it yourself project. It is. But nonetheless, ACE is still the place. If you want to get some light bulbs. ACE is the place for the helpful hardware man. And 
chadcheese.com is where you need to go for the t-shirt design contest. Now we got to remember one day people, we will get back out to events. And when that day comes, you're going to want the elegant feel of a Chad and cheese custom tri-blend (laughs) t-shirt as you glide through the expo hall. So go to chadcheese.com, vote on your favorite design, and it's free. Uh, yeah. I mean, brought to our friends uh, over at emissary.ai because texting works every time. But seriously, you know, we last year we did our first T-shirt. Yeah. Um, we're really excited to do this year's and uh, and get some more out to the people. Ready for news? Welcome to the Corona block. Topics. It's Corona time. Oh, hey, my God. There's only now. one thing that's flooding the news and our it's daily lives time. and that the coronavirus. So let's start out light, uh, get a little heavy, and then we'll take it into the industry. Yeah. So let's let's start out with not killing Mel Brooks. How about that? Good idea. Max Brooks. If you don't know who Mel Brooks is, you good God, watch Blazing oh, Saddles at now. least. Max Brooks, who is Mel's son, put out a video on Twitter explaining why social distancing was good. Mel was behind a sliding glass door, which was kind of funny. <laughs> while, while Max explained that he's in his late 40s, he's in good health, but still could easily spread the virus to who's his dad, Mel, who is 93. Sure. Mel could then give it to Carl Reiner and Dick Van Dyke. And before you know it, Max could have... <laughs> effectively wiped out a whole generation of comic <laughs> legends. Iconic treasures. That's exactly right. Go so on. the point when it comes to coronavirus is that you have to think about who you can infect, not about mm-hmm. just how you are feeling. And that's important. So practice social distancing, avoid crowds, wash your hands, keep six feet away and stay <laughs> home. And his big message was don't be a spreader. Nobody wants a spreader. I hate spreaders. Uh, and I'll throw in uh, space balls just for good measure. And oh, God, I yeah. see your Schwartz is as big as mine. Uh, my celebrity shout out. Uh, well, first of all, Tom Hanks is out of the hospital. Woo-hoo! I know we talked about him. Uh, so so big ups that that Forrest Gump is uh, is out of the hospital. Uh, Kevin Bacon uh, has partnered with an agency. Uh, you probably seen it on social media. But everyone knows the six degrees of separation from Kevin Bacon. Uh, So they've used that sort of pop culture reference to say, hey, don't be within any degrees of anybody unless they're family, close friends, etc. So uh, Kevin Bacon coming through with some nice comedic relief in addition to the the Max slash Mel Brooks uh, video. Yeah, you got to love it. You got to love it. In USA Today, layoffs accelerate, but not everywhere, which is wonderful. Bloomingdale's, Macy's, Nordstrom closing stores because of the current coronavirus. Moms, uh, small mom and pop shops shutting down because of operations. And in the restaurant sector alone, there could be a deluge of job cuts. Airlines. Yeah, especially in the states that have shut down dining areas and restaurants and bars, including California, Illinois, New York. Pennsylvania, Michigan, Ohio, and the list goes on. So this is a big switch for us because we, I mean, even though we work from home, I like getting Mm -hmm. out of the house and we eat out probably more than we should and we haven't. So this has been a big change for us, but it's also impacted the economy and not in a very good way, right? Not in a very good way, unless you're healthcare or I guess 
food delivery uh, services. Yeah, uh, unemployment numbers came out today. Uh, they weren't crazy. However, the next round yes. will probably be much worse. Right. I mean, ultimately, and regard you know, regardless of where you are politically, like uh, in the Ackman, the Ackman video that I referenced earlier is really good at sort of clarifying. Like, we need White House leadership to say everyone, unless you're really important, healthcare, food, food delivery, whatever, stay home, don't interact with people, stay six feet away. Um, that's really the only way that we're going to take a 30 day hit and then come out of this. If we string it along, it's going to last 12, 18 months. Businesses are going to go out of business. People are going to, it's going to be a depression, um, which is really scary, uh, particularly for us who make our living, you know, with the employment industry being healthy. So, uh, you know, it's great to see corporate America take the lead on some of this stuff. It's great to see countries like Germany, South Korea, even China has has leveled off uh, and come back from the, the depths. Um, so there is hope. Uh, and so I'm optimistic. I know you are as well. Uh, but these stories continue to be interesting to watch. And these are really uh, interesting times to be alive for sure. Yeah, we need, we definitely need leadership on the federal level. We have mm-hmm. governors who are taking head leadership when they should be focusing on on just their state. New York is really starting to try to set benchmarks so that at least the states around them start to follow, right? We need mm-hmm. we really need to have leadership in that area. Not to not to mention we can't fight what we can't see. We've tested maybe 30,000 people while South Korea has tested over 300,000 people. You know, as yep. we are the superpower, we need to fucking act like one, step up and take care of this shit. Identify Hell it yeah. and eradicate it. I hate to go back to the Ackman thing again, but, you know, like almost any business can survive 30 days of no business. Yeah. Right. Yeah. From airlines to restaurants to everything. So, you know, what he was proposing was, look, shut everything down, send everyone home, tell everyone that you don't have to make a mortgage payment for a month. You don't have to make a rental payment. Yep. Um, you're not foreclosing on anybody like car payments, like federal, you know, judgment down, make sure checks are sent out to people so they can feed themselves, so they can have, you know, basic necessities taken care of. Right. And at the end of 30 days, hopefully we can look at this and come out of it. Um, but I, I'm hopeful that we don't have to have bailouts a la 2008 because yeah. then you get into some real bad situations. I know you uh, love the Mark Cuban interview from this week where he was talking about, you know, if you take a bailout, there is no stock buyback. Yeah. There is no lining your pockets in the future uh, through through you know buybacks of stock, et cetera. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I'm hopeful at 30 days we can take care of a lot of this. Uh, I think we're going there. I, we're not quite there yet. Um, and I hope that we don't have to do an extensive bailout of industries like cruises and airlines. I mean, Boeing, for God's sakes, um, you know, what's happened there is a tragedy. Yes. Um, they're probably going to need help regardless of what happens um, in the next 30 days. But I'm hopeful that we we don't have to take those extremes. I'm hopeful that they can send people, employees home. They get government checks. 
they ground flights and then in you know 30 45 days we come back and and we're in, we're in a much better place but if not it's going to get really really depressionarily bad yes and isn't it interesting okay so first and foremost i would i definitely want to 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 throw out to delta airlines that i see them in a different light than all the other airlines because they had a 1.6 billion dollar check that they sent out to their employees yep. right so i yep. i put them in an entirely different light than I put in all these other airline organizations who did stock buybacks. But it's funny that a capitalist like you is actually talking about socialism in the in a time of, of crisis. I think that this is the time to have the conversation around not saying that we need socialism, we don't need capitalism. It is a blend. And I think this is a perfect opportunity. We need a good blend of this to ensure that we are prepared for times like this. We don't need socialism. We don't need capitalism. What we need is a better hybrid of those two working together. So hopefully we can have yeah. that discussion as opposed to the black and white bullshit we've been dealing with. Yeah. Partisanship is a, it's a bad time for partisanship. And, you know, I, I, and you've brought this up before and, you know, I think where I'm coming from is there are certain problems that I think are just too big for enterprise to solve. Um, the government has to get involved. And, and we can debate yeah. whether or not they need to get involved with retraining of workers, right? They're going to be displaced by automation. Yes. This is essentially a war that we're fighting. Um, and just like Roosevelt went to Whirlpool in World War II and said, can you guys make B-17s and Ford made tanks? Like this is a very similar situation where it's only in partnership with enterprise and government and public, you know, public works on the local and state level that we can actually get our hands around this and defeat it. And uh, so I am a capitalist, as I think you are as well. But some things are just too big for capitalism to solve on its own. Exactly. Which is why we need to really focus on a, a hybrid approach. One thing that's also interesting, I want to get into the next pieces, is, is that Amazon is looking to hire 100,000 workers and Kroger is looking to hire people right now as well. So what we're seeing is we're seeing a, a big difference, I guess you could say, in really our supply chain logistics around uh, our, our normal food necessities, day-to-day -day necessities with these big organizations who can actually pull it off. Where before yep. in World War II, you didn't have supply chains like this. We do now. And now these organizations need help. Yeah. And there are, you know, there are unique uh, industries that d didn't exist in the 40s uh, that exist now, such as food delivery. And I know yeah. that you, you and I are both appreciative of uh, some companies that are doing zero fee delivery, uh, like one of my favorites, Chipotle. Oh, yeah. Uh, Chipotle, which I've had twice already this week. Uh, <laughs> KFC are, uh, are two of eight restaurants. Um, a lot of the others are sort of locally, uh, like El Pollo Loco, which isn't everywhere. Mo's Southwest Grill, Blaze right. Pizza, Del Taco. Uh, there's a there's a myriad of them, but uh, shout out to them and thank you for getting my burrito bowl for free. I appreciate that very much. Looking at our industry, let's take a look at the overall economy thing. And now, how is this hitting our industry? We're hearing that ZipRecruiter is moving fast. It sees the changes in the market and it looks like it's going to stop the bleeding by axing all of their contract recruiters. Yep. 
So, you know, like I said, uh, I've said for a long time and, and you have as well, is that our industry is dependent upon, you know, employment happening and hiring happening. Um, and the vendor side of our equation is very sensitive to the economy going to shit. And some of our leaders have been here before. Uh, they see around corners. You know, they were around in 2008. They remember what it did to our industry. So they're acting quickly um, to hopefully save on expenses. And they, they sort of see what's potentially coming. Um, and ZipRecruiter this week, uh, allegedly, uh, I haven't gotten confirmation. I've reached out to their PR person. But they've apparently laid off all of their contract recruiters which makes sense because there's not going to be a whole lot of hiring going on uh, at job boards or job sites if there aren't if there's no hiring going on at companies. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's fairly simple. Um, ZipRecruiter is more on the small small to medium business side, or at least from this side of the house, yeah. and that's where they're seeing uh, a good amount of their revenue coming in. Hence, all the podcast advertising that they're doing, XM. So they're really looking to try to get all of all of those small mom and pops. But when they're having issues like they are now, the economy is, they have to do something. Yeah. A lot of it is, it's better to be safe than sorry. Uh, and your contract people, uh, it's much easier to let them go from a, for a lot of different reasons. So it's no surprise. Now, if we start seeing and hearing stories about the full-time employees getting laid off, a la the marketing folks, the customer service folks. That'll be a sign of bad times ahead because once those people start going, then you know things are going to slow down significantly. Yeah. If there's no hiring, everything else just backs up and starts to wither away. So on the other side of that equation, we have Indeed, uh, and we got wind of, uh, I guess, an email marketing strategy uh, that they've that they've enlisted to try to get some consulting work. So we have a, a letter going out um, and I'll try to paraphrase it uh, real quickly, but basically they're hoping to get some contingency plan consultant work uh, for say the next three months or so to help companies deal with the coronavirus and what's going on. So a couple of things that they want to discuss with their clients are recruitment plan, uh, how to keep churn low, how to keep employees motivated and mentally stimulated, how to move to an online interview and onboarding process smoothly, uh, how to ensure a healthy pipeline of candidates to fall back on. So at least Indeed's uh, reaction to what's going on is, okay, if people aren't buying job postings and hiring, how do we get our salespeople uh, into their into you know into the mix in terms of getting money for consulting fees. Uh, what do you think about that strategy? Yeah, I, reading the email itself, it's just one of those. It, it feels canned, and it feels like oh yeah, you really don't give a fuck. There's no empathy behind what you're actually saying, other than just want, wanting to sell something. There was no real connection that was made there. And I understand this was sent out, I'm sure via marketing pop, probably through their CRM. And, yep. and the problem with that is you show just how inhuman the process is. If your salespeople have relationships on the other end with these people, mm -hmm. that's when you should have real discussions. Is is this is this a way to drive leads? Yes. In a time of need? Yes. Do, do I think this is very indeed? Yeah, it's cold and it's calculated. Um, I'm not sure that that's what 
that that's not that's not what we need right now, but it's what you should expect from Indeed. Yeah, and you know this isn't their lane, right? Their lane is technology, uh, as little connection as possible with human beings. Yeah, you know, pay us, put a credit card in, buy some ads and keywords, and like that's their lane. Um, so this is out of their their wheelhouse. Uh, so that that's no surprise there. And I I do think it's worth noting, uh, you know, historically, when things go bad. Uh, economically, the biggest of our industry uh, players are usually the hardest hit. And, you know, with me just looking at the landscape, Indeed, ZipRecruiter, you know, the glass doors, you know, fill in whatever big job site uh, you want, they tend to be hurt the most. And a lot of it is culturally, because if you have thousands of employees and you lay off a quarter of them to half of them, that's a huge culture shock. Uh, that some companies never recover from. People who are around in 2008 remember that that disaster created Indeed because Monster, CareerBuilder, and others were not prepared um, for the tsunami uh, that came in 2008. Indeed was and has become Indeed uh, of today, which is a lot bigger and more bloated than it was uh, 10 plus years ago. Yeah. So if if this downturn continues, I suspect the zips, the indeeds, and others are gonna are gonna be hardest hit from it. And in contrast, is that automation may see its time in the sun um, if the economy continues to do what it's doing. Yes, this is the time of AI. <laughs> <laughs> so let's let's hear a quick word from Sovereign, and uh, we'll get to some more industry news. Sovereign Parser is the most accurate resume and job order intake technology in the industry. The more accurate your data, the better decisions you can make. Find out more about our suite of products today by visiting Sovereign.com. That's S-O-V-R-E-N.com. We provide technology that thinks, communicates, and collaborates like a human. Sovereign. Software so human, you'll want to take it to dinner. Maya, this is from Business Wire and HR Wins. They just uh, stocked up on 18.75 million in Hell Series yeah. C funding, and that's over 50 million overall. Yep, so good for them. Um, you know, I I did hear that this this round was a few months ago. Um, uh-huh. Whether or not that's true, they've they've just decided now to sort of release that. Maybe the check didn't clear um, until now or something. But um, so this was great. Uh, our our pal uh, CEO and founder Eyal uh, Grayevsky, um, you know, said in an interview that the funding allows Maya to accelerate its mission uh, to create a far more efficient and equitable job market powered by AI. Um, and also added that while hiring is slowing down in some industries, given the current crisis, we are seeing large spikes in demand from customers in healthcare, e-commerce, light industrial, call center logistics, supply chain, and other industries that have urgent high volume hiring needs. Yeah. So automation, baby. Well, and then Maya has helped co- customers automate the sourcing process with 10 times greater engagement, deeply screen and qualify 90% plus of applicants and has scheduled over 400,000 interviews with qualified and interested candidates. That's the moneymaker right there, baby. It's process automation. Yeah, it's done through conversational AI. But I think we you know when we talk about chatbots, we don't mm-hmm. give them enough credit because they are so much beyond that. Conversational AI, but process automation is huge. 
And um, we have seen an increase in demand from staffing businesses and corporations. While hiring is slow, as you had said, there are different industries that are definitely going to need to. Let's say, for instance, from ZipRecruiter's standpoint, they have all these contractors that they are currently cutting, but yet they're going to have a need. How do they automate that? Right. And how do they plan for the future? This is the type of tech that you need to be able to do that. So this is these are the types of companies I see withstanding um, a big blow to our economy. Yeah. And I think uh, outside of our our industry, um, automation and chatbots in particular are really seeing their time in, in the in the spotlight because with calls going to airlines to reschedule and cancel flights, uh, you have folks calling on businesses or going to websites and trying to get information. And you hear about uh, on the news how chatbots are really enabling companies to manage um, the expectations of consumers to answer questions and to be there 24 hours a day and to get you know instant access. So you see chatbots not just in our industry, but in other industries see their, their time in the spotlight. Um, and that's only going to continue. Uh, it's just going to be expedited because of the tragedy that we're currently going through. Yeah. I mean, these these are the times, right? You focus and double down. And uh, that's exactly what Indeed did during the last downturn, right? Yep. So let's see. Let's yep. see if they can do it this time. Uh, I really think that there are other companies that are really poised to explode this time around just because they are so focused. Yep. The question is, uh, how big is this asteroid and how long will the uh, the winter last and, and who will survive? And who can you snuggle up with? Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately, I got my dog here with me. Uh, anyway, uh, who is man's best friend, by the way? This automation thing is also coming to advertising near you. Uh, and LinkedIn this week announced a new ad platform. Conversational ads? Or conversational ads are coming to LinkedIn, LinkedIn's current message. Ad. So basically, uh, those who have used LinkedIn before, they have traditional sort of newsfeed ads, uh, little banner ads on the side. Um, they've had in-message ads or in-mail ads for quite a while. Um, apparently, they're discontinuing sort of the email, uh, direct email in your in your feed from uh, uh, your LinkedIn Thank messenger. God. And uh, replacing those with a more conversational advertisement. So imagine, fuck. So imagine getting a message, but then deciding, uh, answering or having a conversation with it and saying, hey, would you like to attend a webinar or would you just like the white paper on this topic? And you can select you know, what you want to do. So it's more interactive. It's more conversational. I think it's probably one of the better products that they've come up with in quite a while from an advertising perspective. And uh, I suspect that a lot of people in our space will gravitate toward it and try it out. Yeah. The the email piece right now, the in-mail sucks. Mm -hmm. it, I hate it. This really just sounds like a dumbed down version of Maya and just a, yeah. a, another way to get bombarded with shit I don't want. LinkedIn's conversational messaging, it's going to get smarter, but I don't see this as a huge win overall. To say it's five times better than what they used before, well, yeah. what they used before was total shit. So anything that you would throw at the wall, I think at this point, would be better than what they had. So good for them, but I this to me just 
reeks of now I'm going to be in your messenger and really kicking things out to you that way. I don't want that. I don't want that. Yeah. I think a lot of it have to do with how targeted it is, how relevant it is. And that's obviously a challenge that, that everyone's facing. company called Hired that's in our place, a lot of people will know, was one of their success stories from the news release. Uh, their representative said, quote, Hired saw a big uptick in quality candidates entering the system. Uh, this was Chase Gladden, uh, Hired's growth marketing manager. Uh, he added the click-through rate was almost five times higher, like you said, uh, than what we'd seen previously, which goes to show the level of engagement is pretty wild. I love that he said wild. Wild. Uh, when, you're, when you're able to provide multiple opportunities to click, let's get wild with LinkedIn advertising, folks. <laughs> So anyway, if you try it out, let us know. If you find success or hate it, hit us up at chadcheese.com. Because we're going to bitch about it because we're going to get bombarded with shit. I guarantee it. <laughs> Do you get a lot of in-mail ads? Probably two or three a week. Yeah, I might get two or three a month. So for whatever reason, you're getting targeted a lot more than I am. It's their facial recognition gorgeous filter. <laughs> <laughs> um, also in industry news, uh, we both know Hiring Solved pretty well. Oh, I've attended yeah. their event in New York uh, and know their folks, uh, Sean CEO and Jeremy, uh, their marketing guy. Anyway, they uh, are launching something called paths.in, I-N, which is essentially like a job site. It's very sort of mysterious right now. Uh, you can sign up for early access by going to the site. Word from Sean is that this is sort of their moonshot to try to fix work. I'm going to have to reach out to Sean and Jeremy because I have no fucking clue what this thing is. Let's get them on firing squad for this new business. That's what I, that's what I have. So from Sean, this is a quote. Uh, I got an email from him. It was quote, paths is our moonshot. All of our tech aimed at working out how to modernize finding work. Means nothing to what me. What the hell does that mean? Means nothing to me, Sean. So I will add that uh, as sourcing and profile data becomes more commoditized and available and accessible, like a lot of these sourcing companies are going to have to figure out how to pivot or make money elsewhere. Uh, we certainly know from our conversations uh, with with Hiring Solved is that they're going more into the ATS search solution. I got nothing. Just make sure Chad knows what the hell it is when you do. <laughs> nah. Not for me. All these jobs look the same. Ugh, next! This is what perfectly qualified candidates are thinking as they scroll past your jobs, just half-heartedly skimming job descriptions that aren't standing out to them. Face it, we live in a world that is all about content, content, content. So why do we expect job seekers to react differently while reading paragraphs and bullets in templated job descriptions? Stand out in a feed full of boring job ads with a dynamic, enticing video that showcases your company culture, people, and benefits with Job AdX. Instead of hoping that job seekers will stumble upon your employment branding video, Job AdX seamlessly displays it in the job description while they're searching, building a connection, and reducing candidate drop-off. You're spending thousands of dollars on beautiful, informative employment branding videos that just sit on a YouTube channel, begging to be discovered. Why not feature them across our network of over 150 job sites to proactively compel top talent to join your team? Help candidates see themselves in your role by emailing joinus at jobadx.com. That's joinus at jobadx.com. 
Attract, engage, employ with Job AdX. Okay, so we've been giving Facebook shit about all the fake news oh. that they allow to happen. But here, Relentless. this last week, Facebook was uh, marking legitimate news articles about the coronavirus as spam due to a software bug. And it, and it just wasn't coronavirus stuff because I had friends that were saying, I'm getting all of these different, I mean, just different types of posts that were being marked yeah. as spam. And I did too. But mine was of a dog video because I thought everybody was sick and tired of just all this coronavirus stuff and all the political stuff. So I, I posted yeah. a dog video because everybody loves dogs sure. and it got marked by Facebook as spam. So I knew something was fucked up. Yeah. And uh, it's a story you shared or we shared with each other. It was great. It had all these examples of things that have been marked as spam. And one was uh, celebrating Tom Hanks and his wife being released from the hospital. Yeah. So. Facebook needs to get these brainiacs on this algorithm and figure that shit out because it's broken. Yeah, I appreciate that they're trying to cut down on spam. I really, I really am. So I've got to kind yep. of set back for a second and and my one dog video that didn't get out to the world, I'm okay with that. Just make sure that we get less fake shit. That'd be great. So you're okay with a little screw up when Facebook messes up their algorithm, but if McDonald's launches chat apply and it's a little bit off, that that should be totally Dude, scrapped. it was not a little bit off. Are you fucking kidding me? All you did was say, I get a text on my phone to apply into their shitty applicant tracking system. That whole system is fucked up. You are so easy to get riled up. <laughs> Equest had us all uh, hot and bothered this week too. What did they fuck for, up with? For a brand that doesn't matter anymore, I thought it was incredibly interesting. They just put out a video. Um, it was an ad that might've been made 15 years ago. I don't know, but it was, it was like this, this cringeworthy sales dude who was yep. hitting on some chick at the office, right? It was like that, that whole kind of spiel. And I'm like, dude, I don't know if Harvey Weinstein had actually helped production of this or I just... EQuest just doesn't matter anymore. We're talking oh, about man. programmatic distribution. And then these guys come out and then they're like, I don't know if they're resurfacing an old video or if, if this is new. I mean, that's even a, a much higher level of dumb shit. <laughs> yeah. So it was a little bit like if you remember the old Will Ferrell skit, uh, Night at the Roxbury, where they're <laughs> sort of dancing and then they point at the woman like, you and me, we're going to dance. And then like, no, okay. So it was sort of like that vibe where you saw the guy and he comes on to this Cringy. woman and he's like, hey, you want some margs on the deck and whatever. And then and he's like, oh, well, she said, I got to I gotta post 300 jobs. And then what? You got to get eQuest. You do it once and you post it 300, whatever it is, right? right. So it, the irony of this antiquated eQuest technology talking about antiquated posting manually. Yeah. Like the irony was just way too thick uh, for it to be real. It felt really uh, just comedic and fake and sad at the same time. It like was ridiculous. It's, it's kind of like, uh, you know, a, a young lady walking home. You're like, no, do you get in my horse and buggy? Yeah, no, get in the horse and buggy. We're good. You know, it's like, dude, this is old pathetic technology why are you why are you even talking right now horse and buggy dude we gotta get out more we out we out that's it man game over man it's game over thank you for listening to what's it called 
podcast. The chat. The cheese. Brilliant. They talk about recruiting. They talk about technology. But most of all, they talk about nothing. Just a lot of shout-outs of people you don't even know. And yet, you're listening. It's incredible. And not one word about cheese. Not one. Cheddar. Blue. Nacho. Pepper Jack. Swiss. There's so many cheeses and not one word. So weird. Anywho, be sure to subscribe today on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. That way, you won't miss an episode. And while you're at it, visit www.chatcheese.com. Just don't expect to find any recipes for grilled cheese. It's so weird. We out. How much do you understand the future of finance? I'm Jim Roos, a top 10 banking influencer and host of the podcast Banking Transformed where we dive deeply into the rapidly evolving world of banking and financial technology. Join me as I interview industry experts, thought leaders, and innovators as they unravel the latest banking trends, disruptions, and game-changing technologies reshaping the world of finance. Redefine your understanding of the banking ecosystem. Subscribe now to Banking Transformed, available wherever you get your podcasts and now available on YouTube.